escape to the metaverse. But act like you know, yeah. You are now tuned into the Matthew and Rizzo show, yeah. Uh, escape to the metaverse. Better act like you know, yeah. You are now tuned into the Matthew and Rizzo show, yeah. Hey everyone, before we begin this week's episode of the Matthew and Rizzle Show, I just want to give a quick shout out to our sponsor, Proof of Beauty. Proof of Beauty is an experimental digital experience studio. The blockchain is their canvas and the tokens are their brush. You can learn more about Proof of Beauty by checking out pob.studio. You can follow them on Twitter as well at P-R-R-F Beauty. That's P. RRF Beauty on Twitter and POB.studio on their homepage to learn more about their projects like Hash, London, and Publico. Thank you and enjoy the show. Okay. Easy. Welcome to the Matthew and Rizzle show. It is a pleasure and an honor to be here, good sirs. <laughs> Dude, this is this is such a long time coming. Like Years and years and years in the making. Um, we've been through so much from like sense, um, in real life meetups, all the different projects we've been involved in. It's really, really crazy. Um, I'm really excited for the conversation and diving in with you, man. I'm really excited to share all the history. Um, so like, let's, let's get started on that front and like introducing yourself, letting people know who you are. Um, I think that's, that's major. And then we can kind of go back in time to the, the good old days on sense and kind of take it from there. Sounds good. Um, everybody just calls me easy. My, uh, you know, my uh, handle in the, in the space is easy and crypto, um, which is kind of a funny story in itself, but I think we can let that one slide. Cause I, I got a lot or we got a lot, I think to cover. Um, yeah. It's just, I'm super excited to be here. Like we were just mentioning kind of pre-show this, this has been a long time uh, in the works. We did do a, a podcast together. I think it was like late 2019, the old Token Smart podcast, which was us three and maybe like Trislet or someone else was in that one. Um, but yeah, it's uh, and then also, you know, we did have our, our, our multiple reschedulings and stuff, which one of those uh, was, was me just sleeping straight through the alarm. Um, <laughs> super stoked to, to finally be here because, yeah, it's been, you know, we've been... Uh, hanging together for for literally years and it you know it was so incredible to actually get to like hang out in in person um you know miami nyc uh it's it's been quite quite a wild ride just you know being in this space from you know the early days and watching all the changes and being uh you know together and then kind of spreading out and everybody kind of like you know firing up their own projects and then kind of regrouping and coming together for that, you know, epic support and collaborations that we all embrace so much. Um, but yeah, just, you know, uh, interesting enough, uh, my intro really to, you know, the crypto community was through Sense. Um, I had been, you know, kind of tooling around and interested since maybe 2017 
Um, and then I think it was, oh, it's so hard to even remember back that far. I think it was maybe like late 2018 or early 2019, uh, getting on to scent. And you yourself, Matthew, it's your fault, bro. Uh, <laughs> I had never had like a positive experience in social media. And I never really did much Facebook or Twitter or any of that stuff because I didn't have a very positive, you know, lens to view it through um, from my few interactions. And then I found Scent and I was like, oh, this sounds really interesting. Like I was just learning more about crypto and, you know, I think I just started, you know, getting some shit coins and stuff um, <laughs> and maybe a tiny little bit of ETH. Uh, and so I stumble across this platform that's like this, you know, ETH based social media platform whoa, that sounds really interesting, hop on there. And back then you actually had to put up a bounty to be able to post. And I was like, oh man, so I got to get some, you know, some ETH over in my wallet here. And I think I asked you a question about it and you were like, oh bro, well, I'll send you a few bucks so you can start posting. And I was like, holy cow, that is so damn nice. Like what's going on over here? And from then on, it was just like, you know, the connection was made and, you know, on scent, it was such a positive community, like I was mentioning. There were so many cool different people from around the world, artists and musicians. And, you know, at the beginning, we were all just kind of talking about uh, what we were finding in the space. And people would, you know, post maybe to ask someone else to make a poster for their podcast or something. And, and they'd win a few bucks in ETH. Uh, you know, ETH back then was what, like 150 bucks or something. So if you had held all that, <laughs> you'd probably be doing pretty good right now. Um, but yeah, it was just such a great experience. Um, and, and such a solid community and that, you know, kind of leading into uh, the whip, which back in the early days was just a handful of us hanging out in crypto voxels and talking about what we had found or what we were trying to do. Um, and so it has been just an incredibly valuable, uh, you know, journey with that crew and especially you guys. I mean, honestly, I thought Rizzle was a bot for a little while. Um, yeah. Myself, <laughs> myself and Elbow would go for walks and do our, our crypto talks and we would sometimes write articles about that on scent, like what things we had thought of and, and talked about. And I it's probably mentioned like, you know, who's this Rizzle guy that is at the top of the leaderboards for seating all the time. He's too fast. He must be a bot. And then he started posting and we were like, oh man, he's real. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, easy. Uh, actually, funny story, man. So I was out in Spain and met met a ton of people, but some ran. I wish I could remember what it was. A, like a, a random person from an obscure project that I thought was really cool, and they were like, "Yeah, we actually found our way into the space from this guy, Easy in Crypto." And I was like, "A oh, fucking course, man. How is Easy like so pervasive in the community in like every project?" We had that like running joke for a long time that you've cloned yourself. Uh, but it's like, <laughs> dude, like everybody knows easy, man. And I feel like, you know, your, your whole like impression in the space is like so much embodies that like OG, like crypto hustler, like, uh, you know, uh, just, just grinder, man. You, you've been in, had your hand in like so many things uh, in like a positive way. You've got such like a solid reputation uh, among the community for just, uh, just being out there, man, helping people out, onboarding people. Uh, so, I, dude, I know you've got your hand in like a ton of things. I, I would love to hear like what dominates your time like the most these days or what you've been, uh, you know, working on. Uh, you know, I, I, I assume it's a bunch of different things, but yeah, man, lay it on us what, what current day Easy's up to. 
Oh, yeah. I definitely got my finger in quite a few pies, so to speak, <laughs> um, which is a little crazy, but it's a lot of fun. It's so rewarding. Like, you know, the way I came in through, you know, the introduction through Scent and then having such accessibility, um, you know, being able to, you know, reach out to, you know, Josie Bellini and just like get some advice on the artistic side, hit up Connie Digital for, you know, uh, advice on like music side and and everybody was so open and welcoming that I do really like to try and like pay that forward. And I think onboarding is, is super important. One of the things that I've been doing over the last maybe year and a half is key to crypto. And that came about super organically. Um, you know, shout out to Kinshasa, who's the founder of Cypher, who, who will I'll also all dive into Cypher a little bit. Uh, but key to crypto came about through me and Kinshasa were in uh, Bitcoin Miami 2021. Um, what was it 2020? I guess it was the 2021 that got pushed to 2021. I think we ran into uh, both it separately because we weren't together at the time. Ran into this guy who was doing some graffiti at the spot, uh, Loro Lorenzo Mazna, and uh, he's a dope graffiti artist. He's from Colombia originally and has lived in New York and Miami over the last years. Um, and so we both just like walked up to him and was like, "Oh, this is dope. What are you doing?" And I at the time had been collaborating a little bit with uh, Street Gems. They do metaverse graffiti battles and crypto voxels, which is really cool. Um, and we've ciphered at some of those. So it's like live ciphering while these guys are doing live virtual graffiti, super fun stuff. Um, but so we both met this guy randomly and then like mentioned it to each other later. And uh, so the next day we kind of all got together and we just hit it off. It was, you know, we were, we were vibing. And Somehow after that, like a month later, we had kind of kicked around this idea of going down to Columbia and onboarding some of his homies. And it was just like, we're going to do it. And I was like, okay, I'm down. So through some of his connections down in uh, Medellin, Colombia, <clears throat> he knew a lot of uh, street artists down there and some people that had like a community focused gallery recording spot, like half pipe in the back. <clears throat> so really cool spot. We went down there. And it just blew up way bigger than we kind of thought because it wasn't super planned out. We did about a week of onboarding, uh, you know, setting people, you know, getting people to set up their wallets and kind of understand what they could do, helping them mint their first NFTs. And then uh, for the weekend, we had, you know, like a, a gallery show and we had uh, live ciphers in the back with people, you know, skating the ramp and projecting live graffiti on the wall. And we got all these old televisions and computers and then projection mapped the art onto those and like just really funky style run and gun web three. And uh, it, it was really successful. A lot of people sold their first pieces and then set up their own storefronts. So that's one of the projects uh, that I've been working with. And, and from that, we got invited down to uh, La Bitconf El Salvador and basically got like, you know, brought down there and we, you know, we did some really cool stuff there. We did these live painted surfboards. And then basically we're, we're doing like Ethereum NFTs at the Bitcoin conference, um, raised a bunch of money for charity with those boards, threw down on stage with some idiots that didn't know anything about like, you know, the whole Ethereum community and NFTs. <laughs> uh, it was classic. It was hilarious. So we did those couple and then hit Mexico and we're hoping to do a little get together actually in New York just to kind of let people know, uh, you know, what we're up to and, and onboard any people there that might be into it. So that's one of the projects that I'm super passionate about. 
Um, and you know, it's just, it's exactly the, the kind of ethos that we all started with back in the day, which is, you know, uh, learn and share. And then those people share with their friends and, and the seeds are planted wider and wider. And hopefully in a year or two, it'll like, we won't even need that as much because there'll be so many people singularly spreading it to their friends. Right. Dude. Amen. Learn and share. (laughs) Uh, I want to I want to take it back to Sen again because I mean just for the history to record this I shared the the post that I mean I, I think embodies everything that's happened since um, that you posted on Sen back in in 2018 and like our first interaction was in the support channel as as it was with a lot of early Sentian users who were like unfamiliar with the sort of like janky UI we had um, there's a million questions you have for me I was trying as hard as I could to get you sorted. I think there was like a moment I was like, fuck, I don't know if this dude's going to get it. <laughs> like, I'm not sure you're going to make it. But then finally everything worked out and it was like, boom, you're in. And you had like a couple posts and then you have that like reflection post on scent. And you're just kind of going through like, God, this is so cool. Like I've been here for 10 days and like the people are amazing meeting so many folks. And that, that's, that's everything. Like being able to interact with folks, being able to learn from them, share with them, and then collaborate. I feel like there's so many collaborations on scent, like artists that were working together, sharing tools, processes, minting things for folks, having contests, right? And totally. it was all fun back then, but that sort of way of way of like playing or working together or work playing, however you want to phrase it, that's kind of set the stage. I for everything that we've been doing heading forward, right? Like everything that you're doing, all the pies you have fingers in, all the pies Rizzle has his fingers in, same thing, <laughs> right? It's just the same thing we were doing on Scent, just on a totally. much, much bigger platform. But it's yeah, and share, collaborate ethos. Exactly. And that has carried on now into these real life events. So, well, not, I mean, for me, Metaverse is, kind of more realistic as far as the amount of time I'm in there than like out on the ground at these events, but they are super valuable um, and just an incredible way to kind of get that fast lane because you can connect, um, you can communicate better in person with that eye contact and knowing how to just kind of, you know, switch around the way you're talking about something versus like a text or even a phone call just because you're connected more. So being able to bring that kind of scent ethos of the collaborative spirit the super openness and honesty and just helpful willingness to like try and you know like you were saying like I was like "Eh, what I was struggling and you were like oh man we'll just keep at it like explain something a different way and boom it all clicked and you know after I, I gotta go check that 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 uh those early posts but I remember getting into you know I've been a photographer all my life since I was like nine years old. I got my first camera and fell in love with it. At, I think thirteen, I inherited like my grandpa's old you know nice thirty five millimeter with lenses. So I I'd been doing photography really most of my life, and I had never really shared it. Um, you know when I was younger and really into it, I had thoughts of maybe you know getting my photos in galleries and maybe selling some and stuff like that, but it always seemed out of reach and sent and web three just opened the doors for me with a lot of help from people in sent saying, yeah, like just, you know, share it, do it. You, you can do it. You could make these NFTs. 
And I, I did this, the, uh, a running post for like, I don't know how long, I think it went for maybe a couple months where I was doing the, uh, um, paradise sunsets and I'd go out cause I was in Costa more full time back in those days. And I'd go out and just, you know, take a half hour out of my day to like either walk up the road or drive out to a cool spot and take a, take a sunset photograph and share it. And that was one of the things that really got me super consistent, um, with, you know, just posting pretty much on the daily. And yeah. that led to so many more connections. So, you know, the, the whole ethos of, of sharing and collaborating and being consistent was another thing that came out of my scent days that really helped me and, you know, kind of just stick with it, you know, no matter what's going on. And there were even some rough times where like, and, and even, uh, right at the beginning of COVID, I think, and I hadn't been doing much on scent. Uh, I, I posted over there, like, you know, I was having a, a rough couple of days or something. And like within an hour of posting that I started getting calls and texts. And it was like, within a couple hours, my whole world had kind of turned back around from all this positive, you know, all, all these friends reaching out and being like, Oh, bro, like, you know, it sucks that you know, you're, you're, you've been, uh, you know, kind of down and it just it's it's such a solid community and it's it's so far reaching uh that it's just you know and that's expanded obviously much more from scent we've got you know the the token smart fam and the frogs and the you know on chain chain and the uh you know cypher and the lad city and all these places now that have grown up that are these kind of like little you know communities kind of similar to what we had at scent but yeah all all over the spectrum throughout any kind of creative thing you could think of and then they all have these cross-pollinating strands that are basically us that wander back and forth between these projects linking up other people and it's just so crazy cool we're the bees bro we're the bees (laughs) (laughs) yo easy i feel like the sharing and collaborating uh and like the whole ethos that you're talking about is uh is a huge part of it but i feel like the other strand that uh or common strand throughout like a lot of the things that you've been involved in uh as well as myself and matt is like uh just straight up innovation man i I feel like the things that you've chosen the the pies that you've chosen if we're going with the finger pie analogy the pies (laughs) that you've chosen to leave your fingers in uh all sort of uh taste like something different uh and and not like uh carbon copies of other things that have come before it uh cypher is like a great example man of like you know just a completely unique thing but i i also feel like that's been a common thread throughout everything you've been involved in man so can you can you speak a little bit to that and how you sort of decide what you spend your time on yeah yeah and i do i like all kinds of pies i am agnostic to pie as i am with blockchain um yeah it's it's been really exciting to be able to be working in some areas that really need the help um like broken web two paradigms uh so it, for for well i'll take it back before we go cypher i'll bring it back to uh you know whip publishing page DAO, which also sprouted basically out of scent so shout out to epic dylan who was on scent back in the day and he was like writing a novel dropping it chapter by chapter and that was really interesting um and i've always loved literature uh, i hadn't done a lot of writing myself but i'd done a lot of reading and so uh, Dylan was also a philosopher. I found that really interesting. So 
I had that old scent podcast. Uh, I think it was the window and, um, I brought on, you know, a handful of different people and had Dylan on and we talked for like at least a couple hours. It had to be broken up into a few podcasts. And in that conversation, we talked about how the, the blockchain could support like a library of Alexandria that couldn't be burnt. Right. And that got us really excited. And we're like, oh, yeah. And, you know, this, uh, you know, NFT, Web3. I don't even know if we we're calling it Web3 back then. Uh, but, you know, publishing on the blockchain and NFT books. And so we got all kind of excited. And, uh, you know, we were talking about it for a little while. And then, of course, you know, lots of things pop up. And so we hadn't been in touch for maybe it was six months or something. Um, and this was maybe after Sent2. And we weren't, we were all kind of expanded a little bit farther out and weren't as centralized and sent um so he reached out and he was like dude we're gonna do it uh we're gonna make you know publishing on the blockchain and and at that time it was called uh libernet and it was gonna be you know like the library of alexandria idea now that would take a huge amount of work and we kind of figured that out and and decided this will be long term we'll swap over to work in progress publishing shout out to the whip inspiration there um and so we started kind of really building the tools because in publishing it's really challenging for people even to self-publish on amazon i think they take like 70 percent, and they're not you know promoting you or getting you you know uh eyeballs unless you're already somebody famous which is so so often the problem uh across music uh literature in in the old web 2 space you really have to either know someone and have connections or have had success previously uh there's just a lot of barriers there so you know, we kind of sprung up the Whip Publishing, which then uh, kind of sprouted PageDAO, which is the main, uh, you know, kind of the main driving force now of, you know, minting these NFT books and having events like Pass the Pen, uh, where we get together every Friday and TokenSmart. And it's, a, you know, collaborative community writing freestyle adventure, uh, which is super fun. Like right now, we're finishing up a story with Bitlectro about these like, high school kids that get uh, sucked into this video game called, what is it? Um, Ult Ultimate Pizza Thrash or Die or something. And they're like in the side scroller and they have to fight like, like Valley Girls and like this Mattress King in the mall and like this yuppie like businessman dude. And it's just crazy fun. We just collaborate the hell out of the thing. And next on our list was actually uh, Rizzle getting you and the Fly Frogs over to do one of these past the pen stories. So yes. that has been super exciting. Dude, again, like going back to this sort of like spirit of innovation and everything with the, with the cipher page down uh, before we kicked off, man, you had mentioned another project that you were involved with that. I feel like I, I'm either uh, not familiar with, or maybe just like overlooking or whatever, but what, what was the other one that you mentioned? Ah, uh, yeah. Uh, MBMF. So uh, metaverse music festival. Oh yeah. Okay. I just yeah, didn't know the that, abbreviation. Yes, awesome. That came out of uh, basically inspiration from the, let's see, I think it was 2000, or I guess it would have been end of 2000. So the 2001, like uh, New Year's Eve, Token Smart did like a 24-hour party, a lot of music. Um, and right after that on the Mighty My show, uh, and, and Mighty had been kind of talking about this already, I think, was like, why haven't we done a really big music festival? And I mean, kind of the answer was the tech wasn't quite there to support it in 
you know, crypto voxels or Decentraland and, and whatnot. Um, but the tech was this last year. So at the end of last year, uh, right before NFT NYC, we did a three day, like 72 hour music festival, like, and it was like, almost like, you know, the idea was have it like a real, you know, on the ground music festival would be so multiple stages going with overlap. And so it was three days of solid content from, you know, a lot of music, but like some comedy acts and a big fashion show to kick it off, to, to finish it off with a bunch of people that made amazing wearables. And we had, you know, uh, stuff streaming into crypto voxels, Decentraland, Somnium, I want to say like hubs and probably one, we were in like five or six metaverses, I think, and then streaming into Discord as well. Um, and it was just crazy. We worked on it for maybe like five months or something, four or five months from like the idea to like, oh, well, let's start having weekly meetings and talk about how it could happen. And then basically, well, we might as well just make it happen since we're kind of figuring out how to plan it. And uh, amazing crew, uh, so many great people in there. I mean, you got to got to shout out Natalie crew, who's like, you know, the the kind of um, really like backbone for that. Uh, but yeah, it was incredible. And so we did this crazy three day event. It pretty much burnt us all out for like months. So we couldn't <laughs> like, you know, none of us, we were like, okay, uh, automatic like month with no calls or something. And then we slowly been getting back into those weekly calls. And we're actually only probably a couple of weeks out from starting back up. We're going to have, uh, I think, bi, uh, bi-weekly smaller events in Token Smart, where we bring on, you know, uh, two or three musicians to come and play. Um, and maybe, you know, stream that into a metaverse spot. And then we're going to build up towards, you know, uh, another larger event towards the end of the year. But we'll probably do something like, you know, 12 hour show, throw it on replay, come back the next day and do another or something. Because we, we, we kind of bid off a, a bigger chunk than we had uh, initially thought uh, on that three day crazy festival. Dude, on the metaverse tip, I kind of want to get your insight into like where we're at and like where we're going with it. But before we do that, I just want to kind of go back down memories lane real quick and uh i'm not sure if you remember this i think it was in the early days of the whip maybe in like early 2020 before one of the meetups and like you and i were just we we're just riffing i think i was in korea still at the same time and mm-hmm. um <laughs> we were like checking out the the build that we we're going to host the whip at and we we're just flying through crypto voxels origin city at the time i don't think we'd expand to any any islands and we we're just like shooting the shit, flying around, like knocking on the, uh, the parcel build quality, like checking it out, like inspectors and shit like that. I just, it was, it was amazing. Dude, I totally remember that. That was, it was those early days of just like hang out wild kind of fly around exploration, uh, were so fun. And I think it may have been the following exploration a little later. And I think Riz was there too, maybe when we, uh, went into Brinkman's candy shop. That was a super fun one too. Um, it was, I think that was like leading up to either a whip or maybe some, a little larger event. Like there was, you know, Pranksyland. Uh, that was Pranksyland. Yeah. I think that was, yeah, that was leading up to Pranksyland. Yeah. But yeah, I can, there's a couple of those nights where, you know, just, just chatting and, and, you know, hooking up on the phone and flying around or, for a while, we had old V to talk, 
um, and crypto voxels. And now they've brought back much more functionality. I mean, VoxCon was incredible. Yeah, well, talk, talk about the current state of like the metaverse. Like we're all doing these events. I feel like we're, we're trying to keep the spirit alive of innovation, keep the excitement up. Um, but like, give me, give me hot takes. Like where are yeah, we at today and what's lacking and what do we need to, to move forward it, and make this like a real thing? It's a bit fractured, first of all. So unfortunately it's, well, it seems like it's going down a more fractured road because just about every, you know, PFP uh, or maybe gaming project, they're like, we're going to build a metaverse. And, you know, so they raise a bunch of funds, you know, building a metaverse takes a long ass time. I don't know if everybody's thought this through versus having a, a cool build in one of the metaverses that's populated already. Uh, so there's, you know, there's, I think there's going to be still a lot of growing pains as we go through this, um, you know, big shout out to Riz for the on-chain chain, getting some cross compatibility. Yeah. I think that is incredibly important, uh, whether that's, you know, your wearables, other items that you might be able to use, um, you know, in kind of gaming in these metaverses. Uh, I, I do think that, you know, like crypto voxels will always be basically my home in the metaverse. It's, it's you know, the, the first place really I, I explored and, and had so many great experiences and memories in. It's so easy for anybody to hop in on basically any device. Um, you know, it's, it's probably one of the more affordable uh, metaverses where you know you can own your your plot of land that's on the ethereum blockchain um so i i love crypto voxels i do hang out a bit in decentraland um and i remember in those very early days there was kind of like the crypto voxel squad and the decentraland squad and it was not like beef but it was like oh well we're over here and you're over there uh and then slowly there started being more you know uh cross collaborations there um, you know, uh, like Sugar Club has got the spot in DCL and in CV, and we had done some events where we came, you know, from one to the other, which is really cool. Um, and so I think that the communities are definitely more, um, you know, more interwoven now, uh, and people are doing, you know, hopping over to, to Somnium and De- Decentraland and, and CryptoVoxels and Sandbox, you know, when it's actually live and open. I think those kind of four have uh pretty solid standings um i know there's a lot of other stuff coming online in fact yesterday for uh easy street uh which is my lat city weekly show uh now on twitter spaces i had pixel over who uh you know does started with the crypto carts uh and and is doing the crypto arcade over in gather town dude that is such an awesome spot it's like this 2d pixelized little like you're in like Zelda or whatever, you know, and you're running around and you can like stream into a stage. You can go into, uh, you know, and it's super like the way he's setting it up. I think he drops 10 parcels at a time, which is somewhat a, a tech limit on the way it's uh, the way they they have the drops available or something. But super affordable. Um, he's really building out a lot of innovative stuff. So you could go over there. You could have a record shop with a link to a VR hub space. Um, just a lot of interesting things and he's gamifying it. So there's little, you know, you can go around and like, you can learn to earn these gems, which then pay out like monthly uh, to all the gems holders. You can pick up coins. You can, uh, he's working on listen to earn, 
he's got like explore to earn and learn to earn mechanics all built in already. And uh, he's been getting lots of partners in there. So things like that, I'm really excited about. Um, things like uh, the, you know, the, the Yuga drop that they just did. Like that was just a disastrous fiasco. And you would think with the amount of, you know, funds and time that they have, they would have been able to do some sort of better drop. I, I, you know, for me, I, I've slept on plenty of projects. I didn't get an ape. Um, I wasn't like the most excited, uh, about the art. Like it was cool, but I was like, oh, I don't know. Like I wound up going through on secondary and like making offers, which I should have just bought one instead of offering like 0.7 when it's listed for like 0.85 or something. You know, I was like, <laughs> oh, I'll try and get this one that's cool, but I'll put an offer in a little under market. So, you know, things like that. And then a week later, they're like a couple of ETH or whatever. So, um, you know, definitely the way that people approach uh, if you're building your own metaverse, how you're going to, uh, you know, approach that. And especially how you're going to do a drop if you have one of the most hype projects around. We've all been here. We've all seen it. You know, gas is going to be ridiculous. You know, it's going to basically like stop anyone else from interacting on ETH for that day. Um, so some other method. Whether that's, you know, uh, private sales to the people that uh, are, you know, mint listed uh, over a longer course or, you know, using the raffles. Like there's a lot of ways to do it versus just, okay, get on the list uh, and then we give you like a short window to be able to, to do this. Um, and, you know, that's just one, one small issue. I think larger issues uh, in the metaverse are going to be uh, how are these connected? and you know, if you have to, if you're building a metaverse for just like, you know, your PFP project, um, how sustainable is that going to be long term? Because people get into other projects as well. So I don't know. I think having more compatibility and, and being sort of less fractured and spread out would be good because one of the problems is, especially when these metaverses, you know, start selling land. You'll have a bunch of people come in, buy land speculating, and then you've got all this empty parcels because the people that are holding weren't getting in to build. Um, that's one of the issues, too, that I see. Dude, I like what uh, CryptoVoxels is doing as far as like allowing people to turn their empty parcels into parks or whatever. So it sort of does at least something with that vacant land that makes it look like a little bit more inviting. Easy, man. Sort of cycling back to like one of the or building off one of the previous questions I asked you in terms of like how you spend your time uh, and how you choose like what projects to work with. Are you sort of like continuing to take on things? Are you digging your heels in with these like specific projects that you've mentioned long term? Are you just sort of like taking it as it comes or like, you know, what what's the what's the strategy or the strategy just to like sort of let it unfold and see what happens. So uh, at this point, I don't really have the bandwidth to take on much more. Um, I literally like force myself usually to try and take Saturday off, go for a hike or something like that uh, because it pretty much is six days a week, uh, you know, like over full time, which is, uh, you know, incredible because there's just so many great things people and, and projects to work with. And so even though I can't like, uh, you know, join another team or something like that, I feel like I'm able to still kind of be 
um, accessible and part of, of people's projects when they, you know, if somebody wants to get some feedback, you know, I'm, I'm a pretty good sounding board. So I do take a lot of, you know, calls about just talking about projects with people, even though, you know, if they were interested in me coming on as, you know, some kind of community person or whatever, I'm like, sorry, I can't, but I'd love to have a call with you. I invite them on to, you know, the couple of shows I host. And so I'm able to sort of help facilitate linking people up with the right people and stuff. Um, you know, I work over in Token Smart, uh, like I mentioned, you know, PageDAO, MVMF, um, the, uh, you know, there's, there's a couple other projects that I do sort of collaborate with, um, like kind of more on an event, uh, level, like they're doing something, I'll come over and help out for that little period. Um, but yeah, like, so, you know, I do, uh, host two ciphers a week, um, the past the pen, um, the lad city show, uh, of course, you know, always at the whip dropping links um there's there's a lot of, of like events and and things that i go to whether i'm really deeply involved with the project or if i'm just kind of uh a little more um on the peripherals but a little involved so you know cypher is one of the things that we didn't really dump, jump into which is one of my kind of main main gigs and passions uh which also basically you know sprouted out of uh, uh, the scent that scent epoch. I, I did this rap song, um, in like, I don't know, mid or late 2019, I think. And I was like, I was literally driving to San Francisco for like an appointment and I was stuck in traffic and I used to freestyle a lot. Like we'd, you know, play music and rap, uh, back when I was, you know, a, a kid all the way through kind of my teenage years. And uh, it was just it was something that I had, I had sort of fallen out of doing, but always had a lot of fun with. And Connie Digital had inspired me with his uh, music NFT drop to like just, you know, kind of get back into it. So it had been in my mind. And so I just busted out like my iPhone voice recorder because uh, I had this just like, you know, little little inkling that I should rap. And so I just freestyled a little bit and it was, you know, it was mostly about scent and like shouting out scent homies. And so it was like, you know, it was decent. There was a couple of good, good bars in there. And so uh, a few days later, I went to a friend's house and uh, got him to lay down a beat for me and recorded it. And I put it up uh, on thing like SoundCloud or something with a link in a, in a scent post. And, you know, everybody just loved it. They were like, dude, you rap like this, this was so fun. And so I was like, damn, we need to do rapping like in the metaverse. Like think about going into like crypto voxels and like beatboxing and passing the mic around and stuff. And we tried a few times. It totally didn't work. There was so much lag <laughs> in the audio and like even in Discord, it like wasn't quite there. Um, actually, back then I wasn't really in Discord much. So like it was just an idea that, you know, sprouted and shout out to Vandal and Dow Records. He actually opened up a like chat in his server called rap battle and so we were able to kind of brainstorm on it there with various people that would roll through and that's how uh i met kinshasa i think was through that chat and so we had you know we had been talking about it and we'd gone in metaverse a few times and it kind of had started to like not get as much attention there was just other things going on and uh then just one day kinshasa reaches out to me and he's like yo i'm building this thing called cypher like, you know, you want to come get on board. It's basically like this, you know, rap uh, machine for Web3. And basically, 
He's got this crazy algorithm that makes beats on the fly and each one is different. So it's like, you know, kind of like mining for beats. You mine your beat till you get one you like. Then the next step is rapping over it. And, you know, you can, you know, can your take and do it again if, you, you know, you didn't feel like that one really hit. Um, you know, freestyle or written. A lot of people are doing freestyles, which is fun. Uh, and then once you have, you know, your, your rap down, there's a little bit of a, a little mini dot to do some adjustments on the track volume and vocals and stuff. But then you go to the, the third step, which is basically, uh, you know, generating the artwork. So we have what we call spray GAN, and it's a bot that eats graffiti and spits out new graffiti. So, you know, lowering the, the barriers to, to, you know, collectible hip hop NFTs, you come through, you don't need to have you know, access to a studio or know someone that makes beats or collaborate with a visual artist. You can just come in, generate your beats, rap over it, generate your artwork. And then it's as easy as, you know, a title, a little description, um, the amount of additions you want to do, the price and the resale royalties and boom, it's in the market, basically lazy minting. So there's no cost to that, you know, artist, that rapper to be able to get some stuff up in the marketplace. And uh, it's been really just a, an incredible ride. We've built an amazing community very organically of people that show up, you know, either every Sunday to the Sunday Cypher or to the Thursday Token Smart or to both. And just we, we drop beats, we pass around the mic, we play fun games like GIF raps where just you get the chat just dumping crazy GIFs in you and you have to wrap down the GIFs. Like, you know, um, we'll put on like sometimes like a, a random like anime or something and you have to rap to like what's going on the scene or word prompts and uh you know we drop crypto to people that that come jump on the mic and have dope flows uh and so that's been incredible it's just been like you know full circle kind of uh dream gig to be hosting rap battles you know in the discord out in the metaverse uh it's just it's been been really cool and we're about to bring a whole nother level to it which is bring your own beats and so that is where a producer can upload a beat, basically having rappers like audition over it. And then the producer gets to choose, you know, oh, this this was the dope flow. I want to go with this person. And then they basically have, you know, uh, for, for starters, it'll just be a 50-50 split. But we'll also add, you know, like more ways to be able to collaborate like that. So the the cypher has been just an, an incredible journey. And uh, really, we're we're still just kind of getting going uh, we've been we've been at it for about a year and uh it's it's definitely something that i'm super passionate about it's crazy how full-bodied it is how many so many how many elements are part of it from the like the the beat generating algorithm to the community events it's, it's really cool to be able to watch that progression from we were on that community call and sent when you busted out the the original freestyle before you even had beats for it oh yeah <laughs> that, that was where you you're like yo i'm gonna do this real quick i think you're still in the car too and you just busted out and we were like oh shit like easy oh easy my god it. i forgot about that community call where i where i wrapped it out yeah without even a beat just acapella dude that's that's awesome i totally forgot about that one <laughs> totally um but we're we're definitely coming up to the the, the back end of the conversation, in, as you know, Rizzo and I, we always like to shake our guests down. So if we, if we have you pull out your crypto wallet and we kind of like shake it around, like what are some of the things that are going to fall out? What have you been collecting lately? I'm really curious to kind of see what you've been. For oh, yeah. I have, uh, I had my, my wallet open right in front of me. So 
Um, most recently, actually, uh, I was lucky enough to catch the tweet from Warhodel, and he was doing his like last can of the collection, and it was uh, like uh, gas fees, you know, what the fuck, and, and it's a can with like an ape on it and stuff. And I was like, oh man, I have to get one of those. And he was like, this is the last one of the collection. So I scooped that. Uh, Warhodel's dope. I got to meet him uh, in Miami a couple years back, and he was just super friendly and generous. And uh, so love to support people uh, that have been in it for a long time, uh, especially, you know, if there's that personal connection, it, it makes it kind of more, even more sentimental. Um, I was able to win a DSLR camera uh, from Whomping at VoxCon. So I put on my Ben Nolan suit and I went and sat on the toilet and like randomly enough, oh, who was it? It was, uh, was it, I think it was Brookhawk that came in. And so it, it looked Brookhawk. like he was taking a leak and I was sitting on the toilet and it was like taking a little break at VoxCon. So it was one of the winning Whomps and I got that camera. Um, I did buy like an Andromeda space helmet to get into the VIP area there. Um, Louis just sent me a hip hop heads gold chain. Uh, let's see. Oh, I have a society of the hourglass, <clears throat> which is a really dope project. Uh, they're kind of into that literary storytelling. They're making like kind of like a where's Waldo ish book. Um, with all the, the, the PFP characters involved. Um, I definitely do a lot of music support. So I just bought this really dope beatboxing track. Um, and then, uh, um, craze wave, which was a really cool release, uh, that hurricane put out and like has even started like this kind of little group of people that were all his early supporters, bunch of hip hop people in there, which is really cool. Always good to connect with, with people like that. Um, Let's see, what else, what else? Uh, definitely, you know, always into the wearables. So I do have a lot of wearables. I got my uh, Rizzle Snapback uh, Avastar hat uh, just recently that was airdropped that was really nice. Um, nice. K KGP, uh, which is a photography book, a photo book, like art book project, uh, Chris Graves project, really dope. So I've gotten a, a couple of their photo books. I'm seeing some Kane Mayfield handprint stuff in here. Um, oh, at the Avastar's birthday party, I picked up one of the A6 experiment, which is kind of like this mm, Avastar style, like taking Avastars and doing these cool kind of remixes. And so I was like, oh, yeah, I haven't checked those out. And I, I got one and it's like a legendary um, so, you know, that was that was nice to have luck on a mint. Sometimes you, you get something really special and sometimes you're like, oh, I should have just pilfered one off the secondary that, you know, had exactly what I was looking for or whatever. I've got a slew of on-chain chains. I'm looking like, you know, Flavor Flav and Mr. T combined. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Yo, dude, I mean, again, man, going back to that like old school scent, like ethos, I guess bringing it back full circle, I, I feel like so many of us started collecting and have continued to collect with like a very similar strategy as you have, man, just like buying cool stuff from your friends, from people who are doing interesting things within the space. And like one thing just sort of leads to another. And it's cool. Uh, as Matt was saying earlier, man, just to see like that scent, that OG scent community sort of like spread out and continue to you know maintain those contacts with each other and support each other and continue to like sort of spread that 
ethos like way beyond scent it, it, honestly like as i'm sit, sitting here talking about this i feel like you know maybe in a good way uh you, or you can look at it in a good way that it's sort of fragmented one scent changed and we all sort of went different directions but at the same time i feel like everyone's still has that connection and everything, man. And your, your collection just speaks volumes, man. Like, you, you know, in terms of like where your ethos is, where your head is, who you support within the space. It's, it's some dope shit, dude. It's been really, really awesome to have you on the podcast. Yeah. I'm super stoked. We got to catch up. I think uh, to your point, I think you're totally right. Like it was uh, kind of a, a sad end of an era uh, when we sort of were drifting away from scent, but at the same time, it was super positive because people were basically building what now they have launched on their own. And we're all still so connected uh, that it's not like, you know, oh, we lost track. No, it's just like everybody had crazy, awesome ideas that, you know, they needed to focus on. Uh, I feel like scent was kind of like, you know, maybe one of the best incubators that this space has ever seen. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, <laughs> not, not too much to add on top of that. Um, it's it's cool in that regard. And I think like, over the course of this conversation, that's sort of been how I'm seeing like scent now uh, in the past. So like this has actually been really formative to kind of like reframe scent in the overall picture mm-hmm. for me. So anyway, this is definitely not the last conversation on all that stuff. Um, but easy, dude. Just want to thank you so much for everything that you've been doing in this space for jumping back into the fray in 2018 uh, with myself and Rizzle and everyone on set and everything that you've been doing since man you're, you're really doing the lord's work in terms of learning sharing collaborating and and being uh, that guiding light for the space uh, so thank ah, you brother man keep on doing much appreciated yeah absolutely appreciate it uh big old smile on my face this has been incredible like like we had mentioned at the beginning long time coming so glad that we got to hop on all together today uh, i know we'll be hanging out irl in nyc before too long so i'm super looking forward to that and i mean right back at you guys both you guys are you know it's doing the same thing out there just trying to like instill the best we can into this space to help nudge it in the right direction and to, you know, be open to, you know, talking to someone that doesn't really have much of a clue of what's going on. It's like just keeping those doors open, I think is really important. And, you know, even with all the the crazy growth and, you know, the, the busy schedules um, I think that it's, you know, really keeping that fire alive from, you know, embracing that ethos and just sticking with it. Uh, like Rizzle mentioned, you know, it's just like, I don't, you know, ape into much except for when a friend drops something really cool. Uh, and I just love to to have a collection that's like all these somewhat random, but really cool, different types of NFTs. Um, and, and largely, yeah, from people that, you know, I appreciate what they're doing. I like the, the, whatever it is, the, the piece of uh, visual art or the music or the literature, you know, whatever it is they're doing, I really look at it as a way to support people, to invest in people. Uh, I, I remember, you know, back in the early cent days being like, this is an investment in myself. The time that I take to do this versus trying to, you know, hustle for a few uh, dirty fiat dollars is paid <laughs> off 
it just hugely by now the knowledge base and the friends and the connections that I have, I'm so grateful uh, that, that we were able to meet back then in those early days and formulate this kind of view and these relationships that we're able to carry forward and help, you know, positively influence others in the space as well. Boom. There we go. Awesome, boys. Well, much love. Looking forward to uh, hanging out in person soon. And uh, of course, you know, we get to hang every week at the whip, if not crossing paths and, and other metaverse spots. Oh, Megacube. Megacube's coming back. Oh, yeah, it's today. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> Easy, man. Uh, real quick, before we head out, let people know where to find you. Handles, things, anything that they should know. Oh. Yeah, yeah. Uh, my DMs are always open, even though I have to do like 20 minutes of DM deletions every day. Uh, so easy in crypto, easy, I-N-C-R-Y-P-T-O dot E, uh, pretty much across every platform. So if you start typing in like easy I-N-C-R, usually that's going to pop up, whether it's Twitter, Instagram. I don't install a whole lot, but I try to check in at least, you know, weekly or so uh, in Discord, um, in Clubhouse. Uh, which I venture into every once in a while. But yeah, if you just look for easy and crypto or just like shout out into the metaverse, be like easy, easy, and I'll, I'll pop up. Right on, man. <laughs> All right, dude. Well, until until next whip, man, we'll see you there. Uh, yeah. Peace, love, and whipsy. <laughs> Later, man. Good boys. Word. Hey, everyone. Thanks for listening to this week's episode. Just want to give a quick shout out to our sponsor. Proof of Beauty. Proof of Beauty is an experimental digital experience studio. The blockchain is their canvas and the tokens are their brush. You can learn more about Proof of Beauty by checking out pob.studio. You can follow them on Twitter as well at PRRF Beauty. That's PRRF Beauty on Twitter and pob.studio their homepage to learn more about their projects like hash london and publico thank you and see you in the next episode